Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rapid Weasel podcast, episode number 31. This is our second episode of our October Halloween series. Uh, last episode, we did House of Thousand Corpses, and this time we're going at a completely different movie with a Disney oh. Channel movie. This is <laughs> Halloween Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> our, uh, by the way, Jared, our uh, uh, audio editor, uh, Fates, informed me this is not a horror movie, um, as yeah. <laughs> to make sure that we knew. It's not a horror movie. It's a Halloween movie. Uh, which that's is what I went with. That was my response. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's not much horror in this. Maybe if you were a little kid, but, well, we'll get to that. That's Justin, my brother. Justin, how are you? I, I'm good. I assume you're doing well. Doing well, yep. Happy to be here. Uh, we've been kind of uh, barbecuing, hanging out with some friends, and uh, some of them even volunteered to be a live studio audience tonight. So we have a studio audience of, of four, which is pretty huge. Um, oh, yeah. pretty <laughs> it's usually one and two dogs. Yeah, it's usually one yeah. and two dogs. So we're performing for an audience tonight, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And then uh, before we started, I think 20 people were kicked out to another room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Not like 20. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that is Mia, my sister-in-law. Mia, uh, I hope you're doing well too. I am. Good, good. So, uh, Halloween Town. This movie came out in October 17th, 1998. It was, like we said, a Disney Channel original movie, which means it uh, was on television, not in theaters. Did either of you uh, see this movie when it was new or when you were young? Yes. No. No. Okay. So, Justin, was this your first time watching it? It was my first time watching Halloween Town. Oh, wow. But Mia, you saw it when you were, uh, I guess, when it was still new. You were, what, 12, 13, something like that at the time? I don't know how old I was, but I... <laughs> <laughs> we can do but the math. I... <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> but I did not watch... 1998. I've had a few drinks. Yeah, 13, yeah. maybe. 13, yeah. maybe, okay. yeah. So I did watch the movie, and then I watched Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, then I watched Halloween Town High... So I've, I've seen most of all the movies. Well, <laughs> good, good. Um, so did you like this movie as a kid? Yes. Okay. So is it a film you've seen uh, multiple times? No. <laughs> no? Okay. I, I saw this movie as a kid. I mean, I was seven when it came out, just before my eighth birthday. So I was probably, uh, I mean, I probably saw it at eight or nine. And I watched it a few times as a kid. It's kind of become like a Halloween tradition for me. You know, obviously I watch a lot of more hardcore R-rated type films, but uh, this is just one of the simpler films I like to watch. Um, so I guess we'll go to, uh, well, Mia, I assume you like the film if you've seen all the sequels. And I have. I do really like this movie. I think it's, so when I watch it, it's like very nostalgic for me, uh, but I really enjoyed this movie. It's just fun. I love all the costumes, the, you know, creativity that they take with the story. It's just, it's just wholesome fun and I enjoy it. Good. All right. And Justin, what did you think of your first time watching Halloween Town? Um, I, uh, it's definitely a kid's movie. <laughs> um, it's definitely in the nineties. Um, and 
uh, I had fun with it. It moves at a different pace. I wasn't really expecting like, there's like uh, several moments throughout the movie where there's no background music. The pace is the sim just kind of awkwardly <laughs> standing around <laughs> making family jokes or something. And I mean, the plot is, I mean, pretty telegraphed. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, when I finished it, I said to me, uh, like, this was a lot of fun. Um, so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing, like, uh, from the kids' perspective, uh, like, trying to tell a Halloween story Disney style um, was, it was great. I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. silly. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is one of those movies. I mean, I mentioned this uh, on the Corpses episode, House of Thousand Corpses, where I saw it at a certain age, where it was a good age to see it. So it will always be nostalgic for me. I cannot, you know, I can't separate that from the review. Uh, I'll try to be a little objective, but yeah, this is a film that is nostalgic for me. So first of all, um, I feel like, did you guys, were you thinking Harry Potter when you were watching this movie? No. No, it didn't come up? Okay. I felt like, I mean, other than the obvious connection of witches and wizards, I thought there were a lot of Harry Potter connections. Um, I mean, you've got a kid who finds out they're a witch. Um, then they go to a secret world uh, that's filled with magical creatures. And then they have to fight an evil wizard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, there's... Um, I think there's a lot of comparisons there. And at first I thought, okay, so this time Harry Potter was getting started. But then I looked it up. Harry Potter wasn't, the first book wasn't released in America until one month before this movie came out. So it wasn't a Harry Potter ripoff, I don't think. So but anyways, there are some comparisons there. Well, let's jump into the plot. You guys ready? Let's do it. All right. Ready, so first off, um, let's see here. <laughs> The movie starts out on Halloween night, of course. We have a 13-year-old girl, Marnie, who is like the star of the film. Uh, the mother, her mother is Gwen, and Gwen never allows her to go out and celebrate on Halloween. And it's not really explained why. Just mom hates Halloween, won't let the kids participate. Now, Justin, does Gwen the mom look familiar to you? She did, um, but I couldn't place her. Uh... <laughs> But I did have the sense that she was someone she recognized that, that I recognized. Yes. Who is it? It's April. It's yes, April. it's April O'Neil from 1990s Teenage Mutant. No Ninja way! Yes. <laughs> this is from a movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? Yes, it's her. I mean, it's her eight years older, you know, but it is her. That um, is awesome. I and I did not realize that until last night. Uh, watching the movie again. I've seen both these movies a million times. Somehow I never put it together. The same actress. She's, uh, that's that's great. She's um, she's not young anymore. Well, she's not anymore. <laughs> no, it was 1968. She's almost as old as my mom and dad. <laughs> okay. Which I mean, she was a both... figure in 98. So yeah, she's old. I've lost them both now. They're just on Wikipedia reading about <laughs> Okay. So anyways, that's just a little bit of trivia. Let's come back. Come back. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I can't believe I never put that together. And then once you see it, you're like, oh, okay. Um, so mom hates Halloween. Now that's not all. 
So, of course, they get into a big fight because when really uh, uh, Marnie really wants to participate in Halloween, Mom won't let them. So, uh, but first, we start to see a few strange things about the family. First, there's the scene where Marnie's younger sister, Sophie, has powers. She wants a cookie, so she makes a cookie start floating towards her, and Mom has to, like, grab it before she can see it. Shove it in her mouth. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And then... Oh, Grandma Agatha comes to town, who, who is obviously a magical person because she comes in on a flying bus that is somehow not seen by anybody. Um, <laughs> it just like comes out of the clouds in the middle of while everyone's trick-or-treating and no one notices. But anyways, did either of you look up who Grandma is? Grandma Agatha, do you know who she is? Yes. Go ahead, Mia. Debbie Reynolds. And for us Star Wars fans, who is Debbie Reynolds? She is Miss Carrie Fisher's mother. She is Princess, Princess Leia's, mom. Leia's mom. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah, so. And she, I want to say that Debbie Reynolds, this movie has some okay acting to some bad acting, but she is great in this movie. She's awesome. Um, I love her. Yeah. She is giving her all in every scene. Like no one told her this was just a Disney TV movie, you know? <laughs> and I think she really kind of holds it together, you know? Oh yeah, that's so true. Not like yeah. you know, she's like playing the part and everybody's like, yeah. And Gwen sometimes not so great. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's interacting with like these little kids who are, you know, kid actors, but she's doing great, you know. She's a great addition to the film but all right so those are two characters two uh actresses that are cool to have in the movie i thought um now there's an obvious tension between gwen and agatha it turns out that no surprise here um they're a family of witches and they come from halloween town Cromwells. yeah the cromwells which is a cool name i wish my last name was cromwell i would say Crom- um, Bullock too. Me too. Yeah. Well. You didn't even take Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> I still wouldn't. So we all agree we'd like to be a <laughs> uh, <laughs> See the things you just step into, Jared? Uh, yes, yes. Did, did I mention we kind of interrupted a party to record this episode? Okay, so... <laughs> before? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Back on track, guys. Um, Agatha keeps dropping hints to the children, uh, which leads to an argument with Gwen later. So basically, we find out that Gwen left Halloween Town and married a normal man and doesn't want her children to know about the history. Now, is it just me or mom's motivations here are never fully explained why she wants to hide it from the kids no it's not just you it is never really fully explained as to oh. why she would want to she's a poo-poo head she's a poo-poo, she's a poo-poo head. head on halloween party pooper party okay so um yeah i mean basically she says well we're we're humans now we're in the human world we're going to be human but it's never explained like you would think she would have some sort of horrible secret or something like why they can never know about their history and why they can't have their powers but no she just 
doesn't want them like, to. She wants from, her uh, to be normal. Ampetunia, or what is it from Harry Potter? Uh, yeah, Ampetunia. Uh, yeah. yeah, again, there's another, you know, another Whoa. Harry Potter um, kind of uh, <laughs> story structure, right? You're living with someone who doesn't want you to know the truth about your powers and your history and all that, right? So, um, yeah, that's not really clearly explained. But anyways, that's you have to have something to set up the whimsical, yeah. oh, I just found out I'm a witch, right? So that's it in this movie. Now, also, there's a couple of more problems here. If Marnie doesn't begin her training on Halloween night of her 13th birthday, which is the night the movie takes place, she will lose her powers forever. And um, there's also, oh, unfortunately, Marnie just happens to overhear though. You know, it's not a very good secret, mom, if you're shouting about it in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so Marnie now knows the truth. And there's one more problem. Agatha wants Gwen to come back to Halloween Town to help her because what's happening in Halloween Town, guys? What's the problem? People are people turning are weird. Yeah. No, people are turning uh, different from where they were and then disappearing. Yes, that's right. They're turning evil and then they're disappearing altogether. So there's something going on. And Agatha, even though she is a powerful witch, she needs more witches to help her. Now, this whole thing, um, but anyways, mom refuses to help, which is kind of shitty, I guess. But uh, <laughs> grandma leaves to go back to the magic bust. Um, and Marnie tells her brother and they she follows grandma and the brother's like, well, I guess I got to go with you. So first off, let's talk about the brother. We haven't talked about him yet. He is Dylan. He's like one year younger than um, Marty. Yeah. Anything to say about Dylan? Um, he seems like the like favorite in a weird way. Uh, aligns most with the mom in reasoning and um, doesn't really want to. Well, I guess kind of like favors her, but then really wants to be part of the whole experience because he tags along and wants to go to Halloween Town and hang out with grandma and wants to be part of the story. And so he he tends to be like the male protagonist that's like, no, you shouldn't be doing this, but ends up being a helpful guy at the end. Yeah, he's kind of, um, he's very super logical and nerdy and has no patience for nonsense. And did you guys ever watch The Page Master with Macaulay Culkin? Oh, such a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. His character, that. you don't, you might remember it if you saw it, Justin. Um, but anyways, it's, um, he, he reminds me of Macaulay Culkin in that movie. Just like a super logical, he's always quoting scientific facts and stuff like that, kind of lame. And then he has to yeah. go into, off into this uh, adventure, right? But so that's, that's um, Dylan. He's, sometimes he's funny you know sometimes he's legitimate comic relief sometimes he's just kind of annoying but uh anyways so this whole thing i was surprised watching this movie again um this takes like almost 30 minutes before we ever get to halloween town mm -hmm. yeah the setup is really long and welcome back to the 90s when things took time to develop in movies <laughs> yeah but i actually like it you know if it was now uh, if this movie was made now they would be in halloween town in like two minutes and you would have no idea who who or who are these people what's going on you know you'd just be bombarded but i like that it takes some time to build up the characters and their background before we're put into the magical world but um so they sneak on the bus which is also kind of unbelievable it's, it's hard to sneak on a bus 
you know, if there's a bus driver who checks your tickets, but somehow we find out all these kids sneak on the bus. And kind of but separate get, from one another, right? Because you don't even know that they're all coming at the same time. So yeah. You get from one another on the bus. Uh-huh. You've got Marnie and, uh, God, I always forget his name. Marnie and Dylan, they sneak on together right behind grandma. And then later we find out Sophie snuck on behind them. So what is this bus, the bus driver doing? Uh, but anyway, checking tickets. No, that's right. Um, oh, also, did uh, you guys like uh, Agatha has her little pet magic bag? I love uh, that. It's very Mary Poppinsy. Yeah, it's a cute little touch. She's just got this bag that follows her around like a puppy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But anyways, the bus arrives in Halloween Town where time works differently. Uh, it's not explained too much, but uh, it's still daytime there, and there's all kinds of monsters everywhere. So uh, let's get into that. Mia, you you mentioned you like the costume uh, designs. Justin, do you have anything to say about the the monsters? There's there's quite a few of them, you know. The biggest takeaway from the monsters is that their hands are all human. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a combination here where uh, sometimes they look really well, and then sometimes it's very obviously just someone wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, you know? okay. uh, it depends on how important you are, but there are scenes like, especially when the whole town's around, you can see like, oh, why is this green-faced ogre having yeah, waving with regular hands? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good point. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Um, it is a mixed bag. I was like, Justin, why is there like a Civil War reenactment person like in the middle of everything? Yeah, it, there, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just no. Monster World. Oh, you know? <laughs> uh, and again, kind of like in Harry Potter, the wizards are kind of powerful and everyone else is kind of secondary yeah but uh, yeah yeah i like it you know as a kid though i really that's what something i really liked about the movie was there's just so much to see you know uh they were actually they even though the you know maybe they didn't have that much money to do uh make them look that great always but there's monsters just everywhere there's so much to see even watching the movie again i saw stuff in the background but um so we'll talk about some of the monsters that we as we get there um all right, yeah, so they find out Sophie snuck on the bus behind them, and the kids are greeted by Calabar, Calabar, who is a warlock, and he's also the mayor of the town. He's the mayor. Yeah. And we, you learn kind of quickly that he has a little bit of history with Gwen, mm-hmm. or implied yeah. history, I guess. Yeah, because they say, oh, we're, lo- we're sorry, we're lost, we're looking for a grandma, and like, so you must be Gwen's kids, and for a second, he just forgets about them and starts looking around for her, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not weird at all. Um, did he remind you guys, uh, I'll tell you who he reminds me of, uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was intentional or his inspiration, but at least at this point in the movie, he has, he's got the hat on. He has the same sort of build and mannerisms and he's doing silly little things like pulling uh, candy out of his ears and things like that. So he's a likable character um, at this point. But, uh, so they need to find grandma and he calls them a cab driver. So many. Who, do you guys want to, uh, who wants to talk about the cab driver? Yeah, I mean, he's a, uh... He's a, a skeleton, skeleton that's alive and that drives a taxi cab. And he's kind of 
witty and fast talking and loves to give jokes loves to give jokes and seems kind of good spirited overall yeah and uh, i'm glad you guys actually remembered his name because i didn't um but <laughs> he's one of my favorite i didn't bother to write down the taxi driver's name even though he is kind of a reoccurring character yeah. uh, i love him he's one i always remembered but like you said he's sort of like this really upbeat and he's always making terrible jokes and also, I want to say, we just got done criticizing the design of the monsters, but he's really well done. Yes, um, he is. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's not just a, um, a guy in a skeleton suit. It seems to be a full animatronic. Mm-hmm. And his face, even though it's supposed to be just bones, is very expressive. Like his eyebrows and his cheeks move. He's great. I love the, yeah. the skeleton yeah. name. What's his name? Benny? Bernie? Benny. Benny. Benny, yeah, Benny. Benny the cab driver, skeleton cab driver. He's cool. Nice touch. Um, but the kids get to grandma's house and they want to help her fight the evil, blah, blah, blah. We see into her cauldron, the main villain. We get a brief look at him. And she gets out a talisman that once belonged to Merlin. Um, and <laughs> there's some funny stuff going on here. Like she's making something in the microwave and the buttons say, what do they say? Bubble, toil, and trouble. Yeah, trouble, yeah. yeah. She's making an instant um, spell. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't work because it was instant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. There's there's some good, there is some of it falls flat, but there is some good humor in this movie. Yeah. She fails to light the talisman because she used instant magic. <laughs> Instead of items from a recipe from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what we got to do now. We've got to go into town and we've got to get the uh, items we need to make the spell proper, do it properly without letting anyone know what they're up to because we don't know who we can trust anymore. Now, while we're walking around town, we learn the backstory of the town. Um, do, do you guys remember the story behind Halloween Town and why it exists? So from, I think I remember it correctly. Let's see. I'm a few glasses of wine in, but it is, they used to coexist with the human world, but then there was a lot of turmoil and they ended up having to split because a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, of the people starting to end up evil and colliding with the human realm. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Well, the humans, again, okay. it's like Harry Potter where the humans, um, uh, they basically decided to go into hiding because the humans right. feared them ah. and the monsters responded uh, angrily and it turned them evil. So yeah, they just made their own world. So um, yeah, so that's the story behind Halloween Town. They're basically in their kind of their own little dimension to get away from the humans, right? So, but while this is being discussed, Agatha bumps into her friend that we saw earlier. We didn't mention, but she briefly runs to her friend. And we see the friend again, and this is the first kind of, scary moment in the movie where we see that the friend has become very ugly and mean looking so she's transforming like we've heard about um oh they run into the mayor again and agatha tells him about the friend she apologized he apologized and i'm sorry i didn't believe you earlier uh but i want you to leave this one alone just give me a couple days to work Mm -hmm. on it Uh, i know you're the most powerful witch or whatever in town but just leave this one alone. <laughs> um, no, that's when yeah. you know. Yeah. I yeah, know the details, but that's when you know. Get it out. Yeah. Well, anyways, they go past a broom shop and 
course, we've got to stop and get Marnie a broom. But uh, first, they run into Luke. Justin, tell us about Luke. Who is Luke? Well, Luke, I mean, it's almost a parody of the local bad guy. Yeah. He comes up and, like, the adults are like, ah, oh, he's that troubled kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it comes up, like, multiple times. He's a local troubled he's kid. He's a bad he's a, dude. He's a bad dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he basically comes by to be a bad dude and then he starts flirting with Marnie and she rejects him. It's kind of awkward. This is one of the awkward parts of the movie. Very awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what is she? She's shooting said, down it. Yeah. What does he say? Well, he said he's a big cheese. Yeah. He says, he says he's, he's the big cheese. And she's like, oh, well, I smelled something stinky. It must be the big cheese. Yeah, yeah. This is when you're reminded you're watching a Disney movie. A Disney movie. I mean, I think you were reminded with the broom salesman that sounds like Michael Jackson. Oh, the broom I mean, salesman was pretty outrageous, on. too. Oh, my God. I thought he was, he's kind of fun. He's like, uh, yeah, this over-the-top kind of rock star character who's also a zombie. Uh, but anyway, so Luke, and then he gets angry. and He starts, like, threatening them. Uh, like, oh, I know some powerful people, but he like trips over the brooms and he gets embarrassed and runs away. He's like, I know some powerful beings, or he says it kind of weird, like powerful beings or powerful creatures or something, which uh, yeah, is a little bit of a alluding. But uh, then when he's gone, we have a flying scene. You've got to have a flying yeah. scene. Yeah. Also uh, reminiscent of Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm it's... putting it together finally. Oh, I need three <laughs> references and then I got there. You know, the flying scene, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's basically just them sitting on a broom in front of a, a green screen. You know, there's not too much going on. It's just them in the sky, right? Um, yeah. Now, when I first watched the scene, I thought that they had just, like, abandoned Dylan and Sophie. Yeah, I know. That's too. What I yeah, we're like, oh, where are the other kids? <laughs> yeah, just suddenly they're up in the sky and like, yeah. oh, weren't there other kids at some point? But anyways, they fly back down to Elm, and Agatha is about to take Sophie, but then who shows up? Gwen. Yes, mom comes to Halloween town, Gwen, the mom. Of course, she's angry, um, you know, and then she tries to lead them all back home. They go to the bus station, but we meet another character that I really like. Uh, Who wants to take the... The ticket booth salesman at the bus. Well, he's a two-headed man. And they were they? Yeah. And they yeah. were arguing with themselves. They were talking <laughs> about this. Somebody had drink the what is it, a coffee or an espresso? And they're fighting about the espresso. And then Gwen is asking about the times for the train. And then they can't decide on what's going on with the train. But this train has <laughs> yeah. now been delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy is it was a two-headed man. It's kind of like, I don't know two of the three stooges being forced to share one body because they're just going fast paced, you know? Uh, it's a funny concept, I think, you know, mm-hmm. to have a two-headed person and both the heads just constantly hate each other. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's also something I noticed for the first time watching this, uh, just a little, that's one good thing about this movie is you can watch in the background and see a lot of fun things. But uh, during this scene, there's just a zombie hanging out on a grave in the background reading a book. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but anyway, so there's a problem with the bus. It's going to be a while before they can leave. So Dylan suggests we go ask the mayor for help. And when we get there, we find out um, the mayor was her former boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're meeting up and it's, but we also see one of the, 
even as a kid this character was too goofy for me do you, do you remember his secretary yeah she was like a so she came in and she's got like a big old skirt but it's really like a pin cushion and she's, she's got like, a whole bunch yes. of notes on it with like needles and she's like you have a message and she comes in and he has to pick the message off her like little pin cushion skirt and she like slaps him because he gets he grabs the first one and it's incorrect and he finally <laughs> finds one and it's like emergency and he has to go yeah but she's a funny character because she's uh like you said a human pin cushion who just walks around with notes jabbed into her body <laughs> and she's like stumbling around everywhere yeah that's kind of funny really goofy whose idea was that uh, but anyways yeah he gets an urgent message and it's like okay i gotta go take care of something you guys just hang out here um but anyways meanwhile in town agatha is approached by luke who tells her the person behind the town's trouble wants troubles wants to meet her and he leads her to an abandoned theater. Conveniently enough, uh, the family sees this happen. They go out off after her. Now, I like I like the theater. I think it's kind of a cool a cool design. Yeah. You know, it's um, again, there's not much real horror, but this actually this could be scary if they played it right. You know, because how would you describe the theater? It's like um, it's like an old timey kind of uh one like one level theater and then it's kind of like broken down and you know inside of it you have all these frozen monsters and cobwebs and uh then there's kind of like this uh it's kind of like a screen screen at the front where we see the uh the evil character uh coming to life yeah there's like i don't know like a swirling Mm -hmm. vortex is that the right word yeah um yeah where the screen should be and when you first go in you think that it's just full of monster corpses which yeah. is cool uh except it's a disney movie disney movie <laughs> so they're they're really just frozen in time right they're not dead uh even though i guess they're monsters some of them are dead but anyways yeah like you said the we see the evil wizard he like comes out from somewhere and he appears in front of them and I love this guy. <laughs> he's not, uh, he's, I guess he's kind of scary looking for, for a kid, but his acting is so over the top. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that actor was just having fun. Um, mm -hmm. every, he's, it's a lot of cliche villain lines and he's shouting everything and laughing and throwing his head around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blah. Who cannot defeat my power? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's fun. I love um, your impersonations, Jared. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, he's demanding the talisman. He knows about the talisman. He knows the talisman can defeat him, but everybody runs in with grandma and uh, Agatha and Gwen, mom and grandma, are both very quickly taken out by him. He freezes them. <laughs> so the kids run away and escape. Now, there's two funny things that happen in the scene. One is, first off, you have Luke being annoying. He's like, um, he's trying to be tough and he just keeps repeating everything the monster says. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the monster's like, would you be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, and it's perfect because we are getting annoyed too. Like, okay, okay, this is too much. Like, make Luke shut up. And then the monster goes, would you shut up? <laughs> Sorry. Um, and also, 
mom messes up her spell. <laughs> she does a spell, and uh, what what and happens? Me. <laughs> he, he he she he sprouts flowers. Yes. <laughs> She, she says some kind of line and uh, casts a spell and he sprouts flowers all over all over himself. This is Luke. And she says, I said powers, not flowers. <laughs> yeah, She's a little rusty. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so, yeah, there's, some, there's some good moments here. Uh, anyways, so the kids escape. Okay, now it's up to them to find the ingredients to power the talisman. Um, Anybody, I think there's three things they have to get. Anybody remember one of them? This, this yeah. is one of my favorite parts of the movie. There's a lot of good gags. Yeah. It's a, a ghost sweat, <laughs> a, a wolf's <laughs> hair, and what? And vampire teeth. Vampire teeth. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Megan. And so we just have help from the audience <laughs> we have three scenes here that are great um oh man the ghost, is, so the the ghost one... is locked in it's really great and then it comes <laughs> out like a skinny ghost <laughs> one at a time here but yes first uh the second one is actually the ghost but the ghost how do you weird. find ghost sweat you go to a gym, a monster oh, yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah, yes great. and you go to a sauna where the ghost is sweating now, it's also funny because um, Sophie, uh, very, very uh, problematic behavior from Sophie here. Yes. She puts on a white sheet and acts like a ghost and he gets really offended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's offensive to him. Yeah. Um, but they get some of his um, uh, sweats. And they almost... get like one drop of sweat from his nose. Yeah. And like Justin said, he they turn up the heat too, which I guess you can't kill a ghost, but you can make him skinny. Um, but uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, they go to the barber shop to get the werewolf hair. And uh, the werewolf is like, I don't know, kind of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, flamboyant, I guess, a flamboyant yes. barber. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cutting hair. Cutting hair. And then there's like a very quick cutaway joke that I had forgotten about where they're trimming a, what would you call that thing? A hedge monster, a bush monster, or something? Oh, and yeah. it's Loki. Loki is giving a haircut to the uh, bush monster. Uh, um, but then, and this is a part that actually freaked me out as a kid. It's a scary idea because they, how do you get a vampire's tooth? You go to the dentist. Mm -hmm. Luckily, there's a dentist pulling a vampire's tooth. But <laughs> right who time. is, okay, so the dentist is very scary looking. He's one of the creepier looking things. And who is he? You forgot? He's the Tooth Fairy. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> that was creepy. If you're a kid who's losing teeth and you're putting them under your pillow, the idea that that thing's coming into your room. <laughs> All right. He was not a, he's not an attractive Tooth Fairy. No, he's just creepy. Um, I guess you just always assume the Tooth Fairy is a pretty lady. I mean, she has a fairy in her name, so maybe she's like a ballerina. I thought he was a guy with wings. Uh, you thought the tooth fairy was a guy yeah i don't know well anyways you didn't expect him to be that guy um <laughs> anyways so they've got everything they need very quickly of course and uh they run into uh the cab driver again except he's starting to turn evil and he even mm -hmm. attacks dylan 
<laughs> but again, do you remember how they deal with the cap driver? Yes. Sophie goes and unlatches a dog and the dog <laughs> runs after the cab. <laughs> Fetch boy, there's a bunch of bones. Yep. Um, again, conveniently, there's just a dog in the middle of Halloween town tied up somewhere. They let it go. And how do you okay? So this makes skeletons a lot less scary. Um, yeah. all you need is a dog. <laughs> solved. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he's gone. They make the potion, they power up the talisman, um, and they very conveniently realize what they need to do with it. They've got to put it into the giant pumpkin in the middle mm-hmm. of town. But on the See way there, Marnie... Hmm? Mortal see, mortal do. Yeah, kind of an awkward line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they figure it out, right? Because, oh, yeah. we like pumpkins, so then we must use the talisman to like... Anyways. Um, but anyways, she stopped by... Marnie stopped by Luke. Luke says, it's a trap. He didn't know what was going to happen. You know, it was just in over his head. But that's kind of stupid because you've been hanging out with this guy for a while. The theater's full of uh, full of frozen monsters. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so we're starting to get a little bit of redemption for Luke. Um, then the warlock appears before the town and gives a big speech. Again, great stuff. <laughs> um, but earlier, it was like a point that he couldn't be in light which didn't make sense when you find out who it is, but now he's in the middle of daytime. Uh, I don't know. I, I found a logical yeah. flaw in this film. Yeah. <laughs> in, like yeah. a, in like a Disney film, you found it? <laughs> but anyways, uh, blah, blah, blah. Big speech. Return to the mortal world. Let's be evil again. Uh, and who is it? Calabar. Calabar, yes. Turns out. Um... Yeah, ta-da. Uh, you've probably yeah. figured it out by now. Yeah. But uh, when I was watching this movie at eight years old, I didn't figure it out, you know, until that point. So yeah. anyways, worked <laughs> for me. But they, <laughs> so she's like, uh, they, cre- they create a diversion basically with Luke dressing up as Marnie. So he, Calabar goes after Luke, which gives Marnie enough time to get on top of the pumpkin. But he still shoots her with a spell, but through the power of will or whatever, she still drops the thing in this um this unfreezes it freezes all the frozen monsters including mom and grandma they come rushing out and it hurts calabar but doesn't defeat him so uh when he is confronted by gwen and agatha apparently his motivations like he's up uh this whole time he's just been angry that gwen married a human instead of him how dare you mingle with the humans yeah um but anyways, so he's still powerful. He summons the talisman, and the power of the witches isn't enough to stop him. But how do they finally defeat him? They um, join hands. Yes. And use the power of what uh, four witches and one warlock. Yes. And Dylan finds out he has powers as well. Yes, and the final strength they need is when he finally believes and uh, joins in the family. So it's kind of cheesy, but it's also kind of well done. I thought it's, you know, again, for a little kid's Disney movie, it's kind of sweet. Um, so that finally defeats Calabar, and um, yay, the whole town is celebrating. Uh, there's some fun stuff if you watch the background here, watching everyone just kind of dancing around. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it, except we have two more things to wrap up. One, Luke was bad because he was ugly. He was like an orc or something. Yeah. 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 He wanted good looking. He wanted so... good looking. Yeah, so that's why he became evil, because he was ugly, and Calabar made him good looking, which I feel like in a magical world, maybe there'd be other ways to deal with this, but anyway, so Luke's been redeemed, even after helping the bad guy. It's not quite, you know, the redemption of Darth Vader, uh, <laughs> or Severus Snape, you know, being redeemed, um, but uh, Luke, Luke gets his little redemption story, yeah. and... Grandma goes to, they, they're going to go back to the main world, but Grandma is going to go live with them now. And Marnie gets to be trained by her mom. The end. Mm -hmm. All right. Woo! Uh, how, that, was, that was short. I thought it would be short. <laughs> Anything else to say about Halloween Town? So also, like, what, one of the things that I was watching when Calabar comes out, he's like, we should be, you know, part of the human world, and this is going to be the end, and there's some monsters that were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, what happened to those people after he got <laughs> Were they like, whoops, I acted too fast. <laughs> I take that back. There's a moment, <laughs> there's a period when he's giving his speech where a lot of the monsters are kind of nodding, like, yeah, we should go overtake the human world and be evil again. <laughs> You're right. I noticed that. Uh, oh, I was like, what happened to those to? people? Like, <laughs> were they like, whoops? <laughs> On second, we, we just follow whatever's popular. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are we talking about humans or monsters? <laughs> right, right. Uh, I guess if you want to, you can say it's Calabar's powers influencing them. But yeah, you're right. It is kind of a funny moment that everyone just starts to go along with him. Yeah, they're like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Justin, do you have anything to say about the movie? Um, the movie. Oh, we're not, oh yes. Um, I no, so it was cool for me because I had not watched a Disney movie from the '90s that wasn't animated in a long time, mm -hmm. and it was it was great. It was exactly what you would think. It was directed towards kids and slow and over the top um and i loved it we had a lot of fun watching it and it was cool to see a version of like lighthearted halloween directed at kids in the 90s and like just kind of like more lighthearted and simple resolution i really enjoyed it yeah it's just a nice little simple film it's kind of whimsical it's good if you're a kid if you're the right age it's a good movie i definitely showed it to a kid it like i said it's become kind of a tradition for me every uh i <laughs> watch it now all what? the kids all the kids still paying attention to the podcast after a house of a thousand corpses <laughs> right this one's for you kids this is the one not last week this week's for you anybody that's watched that is no longer a child <laughs> no you, you you sacrificed your innocence <laughs> no i mean like i mean when you watch that you were a kid you were no longer a kid now when you're listening to this podcast yeah, but if you've got kids this uh, October, you know, uh, show it to them. Anyway, so that's Halloween Town. This movie, apparently a lot of other people liked it because there have been three sequels. We had Halloween 2, Calabar's Revenge in 2001. I want to watch that again soon because I need more Calabar. Um, Halloween Town High in 2004 and Return to Halloween Town in 2006. Now, Mia, you said you you think you've seen all those? I believe so. Yeah, I've seen... I know I've seen two and three, at least part of them. I know in Halloween Town High, that's the one where they start turning 
people in costumes into real monsters. Uh, yeah, I've at least caught part of them on TV before. I don't remember too much about them, but uh, I'd like to watch them again. Anyways, I guess that's it. That's Halloween Town. This was a little short, everybody. It's just kind of a fun, something different. Next episode is going to be uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, I love Donnie Darko. Ooh, yeah, I have yeah. not seen Donnie Darko. I'm excited. A movie that was, uh, you know, again, I saw it at the right age as a teenager. Uh, that's definitely a teenager's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not a horror movie, again, even though it has some horrific ideas, I guess, but it is a Halloween movie for sure. And that's what we're doing. So we've got, what is this, episode two? We're on schedule so far. We just finished episode two. Next is Donnie Darko. And then we're still going to try and get two more, one every weekend. Yep. We got this. We can do we it. We have a weasel podcast. We are doing our hard work for you doing god's work <laughs> that came out wrong anyway i've got to get better with catchphrases man i both of you just need to get better <laughs> <laughs> all right guys um, anything else all right goodbye everybody see you next episode see you